All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players podcast. We're three weeks away from the NBA playoffs, people. Drew and I paint a picture of what the playoffs would look like if it started today. We're going to take a trip around the NBA and give the top storylines. What's going on? What do some of these teams need to do to make an impact in the NBA playoffs? We have a huge announcement to make. Drew and I have worked really hard on this podcast, and we want to announce something that I know you guys will all be super stoked about. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players podcast. We're coming at you back to back to back this week. Mm-hmm. This will be our third installment this week, Drew. I don't think we've done this many. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the Jelani McCoy episode, you guys got to get on that. That is what uh, that is epic for us. It was a great podcast. Oh, my God. The, just the, the, the knowledge he spit. He was just great. The vibes were there. We only had one microphone. We had technical difficulties. Yep. But it turned out to be like like Jelani said, we it was frequencies, bro. We had the frequencies. Yeah. So if you if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Uh before we get into episode sixty eight, Drew, we have a big announcement to make. We would like to announce that we got our own radio show, y'all. Hey. We got our own show. We Shout do out indeed. to Dash Radio. Shout out Dash Radio. Nothing but net channel. That's what it's gonna be on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be coming at you. What is it? Saturday or Friday nights? It'll be Saturday nights. At Saturday, 10 okay, I got to get my info, right? It's all right. It's brand new. So thank you for welcoming us to the family. And we're really excited with the direction that dash is going. And again, we got a show, bro. Yeah, man. We got a radio show. You can listen to us in your cars, uh, you know, on the plane, whatever you want to do. Download the dash app right mm-hmm. now. It's D A S H. You can find it on iTunes or on the iPhone, uh, or on uh, Google play. Just go get that, man. Check us out. We got a show, Drew. Yeah. I'm so excited, yo. We're so excited, Dash. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to kill it for you guys. And we're- welcome to all the uh, the new listeners, all the listeners from Dash. Welcome. This is the follow-through with Clips and Drew. The best show around. That's Hands right. Hands down. We are global. Absolutely. We are in like 30 different countries. Yeah. I'd like to say something, too, to two of our followers. Okay. And I need you to break out your New Zealand accent. Because we got, we got two listeners, two followers. New Zealand's 13, different. 13. That's like, Australian, though. No, I thought that was your New Zealand. That's, that's Australian. Oh. So New Zealand's got a, a, there's a bit more. It's a bit more up there. It's up on this end here. Yeah. It's not Australians down there. Down there. It, it's, it, it's, it's the homie Marie. Yeah. And then it's... Uh, Sean, uh, Sean Photography, something Sean Photography. What up, Marie and Sean? They're all over us, bro. They it. love the show. Uh, they say they it. can't wait till Thursdays. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, if Drew can just break out the new... And they don't like our accent at all. We both Which tried. Which one? Well, well, the New Zealand. Our, my attempted New Zealand. But you did an Australian, I think, well, with Bogut. Bogut was, that's what it was. was whack. It was a really bad one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, New Zealand... Shout out to you guys. Dude, they're listening to us in New Zealand. How crazy is that? But again. It's because we're big Steven Adam fans. That we why. are. That's 100%. Right. We love Steven Adam. But to all the new listeners right now, we are the number one NBA podcast around. You're going to love this show. Mm-hmm. All right. Episode 68, Drew. 
Yep. What are we doing? Episode 68. For all the new listeners out there, we try to tie in the number to something correlating to NBA basketball. In the past, we've done player numbers. Uh, now that we're up to 68, ain't no players wearing number 68. Never? Uh, not as far. I didn't even look it up because you know really? at this point, at this point, there's there's not a whole lot of of, of numbers around. Um, after about after about sixty, they all kind of top out. Right. So recently, I've been looking at players in NBA history that have scored exactly the number of episode that we're on. So we're on episode sixty eight. There are two players in the history of the NBA that have scored exactly sixty eight points. I bet you can guess one of them. Will Chamberlain. That is correct. <laughs> Will Chamberlain did score 68 points. Shocking. What a shocker. He's mm. been he's been a frequent a visitor to uh the the list in recency. Uh he did it for the 1968 Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. And check this out. Mm -hmm. Pete Maravich. Pistol. For the New Orleans Jazz in 1977. He had 68. Dropped 68. Points. That boy was so cold, though. Cold. His average in college is is the highest ever. He yeah, like, like 41. 40, 41. Yeah, 42 something like points. that. I don't Crazy. think anybody's going to get that. But. LSU. Yeah, man. I mean, he, what, a, what a legend, wow. Pete Maravich. Uh, the other side of, of what I tie it into is wins. 68 wins. So for 68 wins in a season, there has been two franchises to ever do that. Both were champions in the year. That they won exactly 68 games in the regular season. Boston Lakers. Boston was one, mm -hmm. 1973. And the Philadelphia 76ers with Wilt oh. did it in 1967. So, the interesting thing here is I think we have a little bit of a coin toss. Because in 1973, the MVP of the entire NBA was Dave Cowens, the Boston Celtic. We have to choose between him and my mind, Dave Cowens. And Pete Maravich. Oh, I, that's not even a not even a question. But Dave, Dave was a Dave, baller, like, bro. Charlie Hustle, I get it. Yeah, like, I, like, yeah, but come on, dude. Pete Maravich, it's Pistol, bro. All right, so episode sixty-eight, Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete, it's all yours, bro. Congratulations, R.I.P. By the way, he died the same way I want to die, and that was playing pickup basketball. He died really early too. Well, that's the problem. Like I would like something. to die playing pickup when I'm like eighty. Well, I'm, I'll take it either way. Just let me die playing pickup. <laughs> but he, he obviously lives on. He he was you know when he was doing in between the legs and like around the back passes that, that was, wasn't even heard of. You were not supposed to. Coaches do that. weren't. Yeah, you, you weren't were supposed not supposed to, do to be doing that. That's called hot dogging. Yeah, you don't want to do that. That they that Chick Hearn used to say the mustard is off the hot dog Ooh. when they would they would attempt a behind the back or between the legs or a no look pass and it would fail the mustard is off the hot dog and everyone knows the mustard needs to be on the hot dog well P Pistol Pete's hot dogs were always coated bro. covered in mustard just coated mustard all day all right Pistol Pete this is your show yeah man uh, we got to get into some NBA talk because on on our last couple shows like we didn't even get it to talk about like right. what's going on yeah. in the NBA let's take a look we, we got about like 10 or 11 games left 10, in the season well, already 10 people. for the Clippers right now yeah but, uh, we're three weeks away officially today we're three weeks oh away from the God. end of the NBA season yeah um, the, the, uh, the teams are kind of set for, yeah, it looks like we have a pretty good picture for the playoffs. Of who's going to be in the playoffs. Right. We don't know the matchups too much. Right. The seeding is still undetermined, it seems. And I, we're going to get in play, to playoff matchups here in a minute. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question, though. Yeah. Uh, with three weeks remaining, uh -huh. what do you think are the most, like, as far as storylines or uh -huh. what's the most important stuff going on the last three weeks? What do you think needs to be done? What are you looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, the the storyline that I'm following most closely is is Giannis and Harden for MVP, because mm -hmm. to me it's a coin toss. I mean, Harden is averaging 35 points a game, something that hasn't been done since Kobe did it uh, in like 2006 or some crazy, uh, and Jordan back when he averaged 37. James Harden has the opportunity to be the third most points scored in a season behind Jordan and Wilt. Most likely, he will do that. Uh, if he just if he plays for the rest of the games that they have, um, well, and he's the first player in NBA history uh -huh. to this season has scored thirty points against every single team in the NBA. Right, every single all team. twenty nine teams. Every he's one faced, of them. Thirty piece. Have some of that. Every every one of them. They had a T Mac on today. Yep, and they did research on T Mac, and he's done it. Over his whole career, career, he did it. Right. But Harden is the first player in NBA history to give a 30-piece to every single team in the NBA in the same season. Wow. Uh, so when you say something like that, mm -hmm. that sounds like an MVP season to me. 
But then you look at what Giannis is doing, right? Milwaukee Bucks, the best team in the NBA, 53-18 and 18 right now. Ooh. He just missed – I think he's going to miss the, 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 the next game that he plays. He's out with an ankle or something like that. He didn't play tonight. He didn't play against the Lakers. So he – it looks and like – you took that L. Well, yeah. Still we, took that L. Lakers are losing mm-hmm. anything. Um, and it doesn't matter what game we're playing right now. I mean, Ingram's gone. Alonzo's hurt. LeBron has load management issues. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. It's term. the funniest term. I hate that term. It's dude. the funniest term that's been coined. What the fuck does that mean? Lo- <laughs> you know, it sounds a little dirty. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's it sounds a loads, little. Bro? It sounds a little inappropriate. <laughs> I'll be honest with you all. And we all we've all thought that as well. Load management. You can't what is say that? that? What is that? Yeah. Anyway, LeBron have is having some trouble with his load. Uh, the 13-year-old listeners are really laughing right now. Yeah, yeah, that's for you guys. Shout out to all the all the kids born in 2003. <laughs> Is that what they are? 2006. 2006 wow. kids are 13 years old right wow. now. Jeez, that, that makes me feel old. Wow. Anyway, you got to look at what Giannis is doing mm-hmm. in the big picture here. Uh, he's averaging ridiculous amount of points, rebounds, and I think the majority of what we tend to look at for MVP is not just the stat line, but how the team is doing, right? Because you want to be an unbelievable performer on your team in order to even qualify for MVP, but then you also need your team to be winning, right? So I think to me, I, I it'll come down to these next 10 games. If Giannis plays uh, and continues to perform, I think you got to look at giving him the MVP because his team is the best team in the NBA. But I can understand why people would want James. Yeah, I don't. I, I've always been against the whole fact like it should be the best player on the best team in the NBA because that's not what the M- right. like, most valuable player should be. You are the most important player to your team. If you, re- if, if you and remove your- it, it should be the best player in the NBA also. I think those two things should, in- should coincide for one season. Right. But the best player in the NBA for that season. Also, you have to win because if you're, if you're the best player in the NBA, it should result in wins. So, I mean, at least being in the playoffs I think is important if you're going to try and be an MVP. 100%. Right. And I, I just think that – uh, Milwaukee and Giannis has been so consistent the whole year. Yes. And then it was like we were worried about Houston in the beginning of the year. They Ridiculously were, they were slow fourth, start. What was it, 14th place? Yeah. They dude, were. They, yeah, they, they were one of the worst teams in the NBA mm-hmm. for like the first three months of the season. And uh, we first worried, two months. We didn't know what was going to happen. And yeah. the media went crazy. They're not even going to make the playoffs. And then Harden just put it in second gear and was just like, okay. And now they're in the three, the three seed. The three seed. Yeah. And he's getting buckets, and they're all pretty healthy right now. Like, uh-huh. uh, everyone's back. back. CP's back. Yeah. That first, uh, and we'll get into matchups again, but I wouldn't want to see Houston in the first round at all. No. So that's, the, that's your first storyline that you're that's, thinking about. That's number one for me right okay. now is I, I want to look at that. Um, and then, and then the 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 second storyline that I'm surprised about right now is this Golden State Warriors team. Mm. I think all of us thought uh, at this stage they would be looking unbeatable, winning games by 20, 30 points at a time. I had them, you know, way back when when we when we first thought uh, Demarcus was going to rejoin the squad. I said that they had the chance to go on a 25 and 0 run, like they started the season uh, back in 2016. I think it was when they went on that unbeaten streak to start the NBA season. And they did. They had like a really good run. I think they were like 17-1 and one for a little bit. Uh, but recently, they look a little bit different with this DeMarcus Cousins being in the lineup. And so I think that's my second storyline that I'm really intrigued about is how beatable they seem. And, you know, they, the, the Warriors set a trend in the NBA – when they with this whole splash brothers, they're, they're, the ball movement on the offensive end, the the, the hard nosed defense, and kind of letting Draymond Green run everything uh, offensively. But all the other teams have now reacted. I mean, that was five years ago when that was started. Every other team in the NBA has has now seen that over and over a lot, again. A lot. And I still think that the Golden State Warriors are the best team in the NBA. I still have them winning the championship. They can be beat, Drew. But this is the interesting part is they because be at beat. this stage, I thought they were going to be by far head and shoulders above every other team in the NBA without question. And the way that they're playing, they keep letting teams into games that they should be closing out. I'm interested to see if they're going to flip a switch or at least try to flip a switch once the playoffs the start. The switch should have been flipped by now. Yeah, I agree. I think the, that the behind the scenes on what's going on really in the locker room, yeah. I don't think it's like mayhem in the locker room. I don't think it's turmoil, but I think that a lot of guys aren't feeling each other. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget Boogie Cousins. Yeah, he's great. He's a really good basketball player. He ain't never been in the fucking playoffs, bro. 
Right. Has he ever played in a playoff series? Has well, yeah. Well, the, he would have. He would have last, last year. He last year he would have, and he didn't end up. I don't so think he has played in the playoffs. He before. hasn't. And I don't I, think so. And like everybody says, playoff basketball is different basketball. Like, yeah. what kind of boogie are you going to get? We can already. We saw what happened with like Steve Kerr last week when he was just saying, "I'm tired of Draymond's shit." You know what I mean? Right. We all saw it. We saw what was said. Yeah. Uh, the the beef between KD and Draymond Dre. is kind of real. Like yeah. Draymond came out today and said. They asked him again. First of all, I'm tired of the media. Keep they just keep pushing mm. this freaking question. You know what I'm well, saying? Is Kevin Durant going to leave? Ke- what do you? What, what about if well, Kevin leaves? And that's why it's an it's another. That's why I think I still have it as the second biggest story right okay, now I'm for me you. to I'm follow. With that. Is because if they do get beat in the first second round or whatever, if they lose in the finals, we can. I think we both think if that happens, Kevin Durant is for sure bouncing. A lot of people are saying he's bouncing no matter what. That's what and I'm hearing, it, too. If that's the vibe you're getting in the locker room, right. then you're not on the same page. Right. How can you be? You, you can't be. And right. if I'm Golden State, and we're talking, let's just talk about the playoffs then right now. I wouldn't want to see, and this isn't me just being fanboy, I wouldn't want to see the Clippers first round. I, w- I really wouldn't. Not saying that we could beat them in seven games. I'm saying that like if Clippers can get two, uh, two off of them, that that would give Houston or OKC mm-hmm. like okay, well these guys are freaking beatable. Like yeah, okay. so to, to to just kind of frame what you're talking about mm-hmm. right now, the Clippers sitting in eighth. Yes. So you're looking forward. If if the playoffs started today, that would be the matchup. It would be Clippers, Golden State Warriors. Love it. I don't think anyone is is super excited to play the Clippers in the playoffs. You guys are a good team with a good coach. Everyone's buying in on the system. You have an elite scorer in Lou Williams. You have really solid role players that can be interchanged. Uh, you play pretty good defense. And when, we're not when scared, you though. They're That's not the scared thing. about anybody. That's the thing. I, I don't think you will win more than one game if you end up playing the Golden State Warriors because they are that good can and they imagine, are that capable. Can you just I, – I think I want Golden State. Give me Golden State. You do. I don't really care who we get in the first round. Uh-huh. I think we can give any one of these teams – a run for their money, right? And I think a lot of teams are, are, are a lot of people are sleeping on us, right? Uh, quick, quick background, by yeah. the way. Clips is the one that's talking right now. The reason his name is Clips is for all the dash. Uh, oh, the, the new, the new the dash radio listeners. They don't know your name is if Clips. They don't, they don't know me. They, if, they, if his name is Clips, it's because he's a Clipper fan. Your boy Drew over here. I'm actually a Laker fan, so that that sets the stage. So continue when you say us. Well, now, now they understand who you're talking well, about. I don't think they really understand who they're talking about. Though. <laughs> I mean, I am a diehard. Los Angeles Clipper fan my whole life. Yeah, as you guys will come to see. You'll know this. I talk about them often. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Former ball boy, 10-year ball boy. Got yeah. a lot of history. You guys might have to go and check out some of our old shows to really get the you history follow on us this. on Instagram. You can get the whole nine. You'll get it. Hey, so do I think that the Clippers can beat Golden State Warriors in seven? I don't see that happening, but we can give a run for their money, and I wouldn't be surprised if right. we do. Right. Would I rather see Portland, San Antonio, OKC, any other any team? other team? Any other team? Yes. Yeah, of course. You but would. I'm saying I don't think like even if Golden State sees, uh, I mean Utah. I don't. I see Utah no, losing 100. No percent No problem. The teams that I think can actually give Golden State an issue mm-hmm. are Houston and Oklahoma City. Those two teams offer the largest problem to the Golden State Warriors. And right now, as it stands, the you know, Golden State wouldn't see Houston until the second round, and they wouldn't see OKC until the conference finals. Uh, oh, no, actually, because it would, it would actually, if it ended right now, Houston would be playing Oklahoma City. Which so that would awesome. knock out one of their biggest opponents right. right there, and then they'd be looking to play them in the next round. So, and and let's let's set the stage here too. Yeah, the eight and the four spot is separated by half a game right now. So all of the Clippers can go to fourth really quick. It's a half a game. Yeah, and let's not. Well, sleep. no, you're two games right now. No. Portland, Portland. Yeah, you're you're two games behind Portland. You're you're you could be going to the five. It's the five, six, seven, eight. Are all one half game. What did game. I say? Four? Four. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Five. That's separated by a half yes. a game. Yes. Which can change everything. Absolutely. And yeah. I do I think we can beat Houston? Yeah. Oh, do yeah. I think we can beat uh freaking San Antonio? Yeah. And let's not sleep on them either. They've won nine in a row. Drew. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're, they're moving he, well right now. They're hitting their stride. They just beat the Golden State Warriors, like we're they talking did. about. They just they beat sure the Warriors. Did. They're on a tear. And OKC's lost three. If they lose tonight, you know, that's another one. Mm-hmm. Another L. And right. you want to go into the playoffs hitting your stride. I don't want to bring up the Clippers again, but yes, we're hitting our stride right now. Going into the playoffs, confidence is huge. 
if you're OKC going into the playoffs, losing three, maybe possibly losing four, 10 games left. Yeah. And how is your schedule? The last 10 games, like, uh, what is your schedule like? We have five away, five at home. Yeah. As far as Clippers are Clippers. Going. Yeah. Right, right. And those five games could be really big. And we play Portland. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We got it. We have a game against Cleveland tomorrow that we should win, you know? Well, yeah. Win Cleveland. the games you're supposed to win. Yeah, that's that's what's important right now on the stretch, especially, right. you know, how tight it all, everything is there. Because everyone's playing to not be the eight seed on you know, the bottom half of that of, of the Western Conference. Before we really kind of delve into a little bit more of these matchups, I have one final storyline. Oh, give me one. Because we're talking about whether or not Kevin Durant's going to leave, the Boston Celtics. That's That was mine. They are about as strange of a team as I could possibly imagine. Like, from the beginning of the season, you and I both picked them to win the East pretty easily. A lot of people did. Yeah. We were thinking maybe 60-plus wins for them this year. Simmons had them at 67, by Bill the Simmons way. is a huge homer, so I'm not surprised to hear that. Um, and then they've just been on a fucking roller coaster ride this entire year. They are they they now seem to be clicking a little bit. They just lost a game as we as we were getting in here today uh to the Sixers, which was a big loss for them. But when you're looking at Boston, nobody wants to see them in the playoffs either. They're see sitting Boston? right now in the 5 seed, but when you look at their team, you know at any given moment they can beat any team. Can they though? Right. Well, seven, that's seven that's games, why can they? That's why it's a storyline because you look at their team and you go that should be the best team in the East. And then they're not even close right now. We're, we were watching the game before. Did you see Hayward in at all? Is I didn't see him in the fourth. No. No. Is he even is he is he playing? Well, that's the other side. It's like I guess you could probably look at their season and it's mirrored the way that Gordon Hayward has gone up and down this whole year too. Third highest paid player in the NBA, and you're not getting burned in the fourth quarter, dog. That's got to show you something. Kyrie was trying to do as much as he could. Yep. They have a they they have a really good team, but they're not good enough, dog. I right. don't see them beating Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? If they, I don't see them beating. But they Philly, could. This Toronto. is the thing: is they, they are good enough. Like right. like when you look at their team, if if Tatum can can start putting some shit together and and get back to the form that he was in uh, in the postseason last year, Jalen Brown is playing about as good as basketball as I've ever seen him play in the NBA. Uh, Kyrie is still amazing, still one of the best, if not maybe the second best one-on-one player in the NBA behind James Harden. Um, you know, Al Horford is the consummate professional. Like, their team is good. And you look at, you know, I think they can beat Indiana. I, I, well, that's who it would be. That, right. If it ended today, that's who it would be. So let's do this. Yeah. Let's start from top to bottom. Okay. Let's work our way through these matches. If it started today. Yes. Yeah, let's go. So the, the number one seed, we'll start in the East. Okay. Milwaukee. Who are they playing right Miami. now? Milwaukee, Miami. Right. That's a Miami's kind of a sketch team right there too, because you know honestly, I mean, I, they've been banged up all season and they're limping their way into this playoffs. Um, Deion Waiters is back, I think, at this point. Like they're 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 thirty four wins. Think about that, and they're, right. they're going to make it. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to make the playoffs, right? So, I, but I, you know, I see Milwaukee handling them pretty quickly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, maybe four or five games. Um, any issues about that team or no, that, about I that matchup? I, I honestly don't think they win one. They could. They, they could. Dwayne Wade last run, like he could get some some flashback. We'd hope they get one. Oh, the flashback! I love it. Drew. Oh, love it. Oh, I did that Point right it. there. Uh, and then you go into the next one. So you got Toronto at the two, Brooklyn at the seven, which would be awesome. To that see. is a good matchup. We got to give some props real fast. Mm-hmm. We got to give some props to. New, uh, I was gonna say New Jersey. You always I call always him, do, bro. I'm from the old school. New Jersey, uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. D'Lo last night, career high 44. Yeah. Dude's averaging 20 a game. Uh, we've been calling them the 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 Clippers of the East all year because people have been writing them off. They just got a bunch of really good basketball players that are playing within themselves and within the system, and they're all really good, likable guys. I would want. I would love to see Brooklyn get an upset yeah. I would, and it would be even better if they upset Toronto because that would give Kawhi more incentive to come <laughs> to the Clippers which would be awesome <laughs> Kawhi's um, gone anyway I mean they don't uh, the, the the crazy thing I don't about know, bro if they win a chip like, yeah it, well I just I don't think he's gonna stay I think his whole the whole time he's been focused on getting back to LA say Toronto I'm going so far ahead of myself yeah okay bro. okay say Toronto Golden State in the finals yeah that right there, my friend, mm-hmm. is a really good matchup. Well, the reason it's a good matchup is because Pascal Siakam yeah. is is the next Kawhi Leonard. I, somehow yeah. they uh, this uh, this is where I'll, I'll tip the cap a little bit to uh, Toronto 
management and front office. Still can't pronounce the dude's name. Masari Yunusrai. That's perfect. That I nailed about- it. That's how you say it with a New Zealand accent. Oh, that's what it is. That's the New Zealand accent oh, okay. pronunciation. Okay. Uh, but I want to I want to make this point very clear because uh, when they made the trade for Kawhi, which we all thought was at the very best a one year rental of Kawhi before he was a free agent and chose to go elsewhere, and they gave up Demar Derozan, we're looking around like why why would they do that? Maybe this maybe this was uh, luck, but. Maybe they actually knew something that we didn't all see. Maybe they knew that Pascal Siakam in practice and in these games was improving at a ridiculous rate and was going to be the next Kawhi Leonard. You look at the way he's playing. He's a little bit bigger, actually, than Kawhi. I think he stands at 6'9", 6'10". Taller, not bigger. Uh, sure, that's right. fine. Yeah, and he'll get bigger with time. I mean, look at Giannis, right? Yeah. Uh, they they get bigger in the NBA. That's what they do. If they, they want to. Right. They feed him well. They They work him out. They, get, they put on muscle. Right. But you look at that and you go, okay, maybe that's why they were able to get rid of DeMar DeRozan. They knew this guy was waiting in the wings. He's going to get more minutes. He's going to learn from Kawhi. Still and, on a rookie contract. And if we end up losing Kawhi, we have him right. with a shit ton of cap space for us to go pull some other strings here. Then so maybe that makes sense. Maybe that makes total sense. Right. And I, I, I still think uh, the whole trade for Marcus All is really going to kick in when we're talking about these playoff playoffs. Series. Uh, because you know, as good as uh, Valanciunas was, uh, he has never Mark. He's never been, nor never will be Marcus All. Marcus All is, in my opinion, one of the top five percent uh, basketball IQ players that I've seen. Um, You've always been on Gasol. You've always liked both Gasol boys, right? And I, I think Marcus All sees the game differently and better than his brother Pow. Pow was a better player, you know, low post scorer, but I think Mark. In totality, when you look at the way that he plays the game, he he's a he's a student of the game, and he, they and they got him for this specific reason was yes, the playoffs exactly. You know, exactly. so Kyle Lowry messed up his ankle; uh, it looked terrible. It did so as long as he is good to go, you know they got Van Vliet. They got they should rest his ass. Let's they got Sweet Van Vliet in the backcourt. Never skeet Van Vliet and all of those, all of those Van Vliet's. <laughs> ready to go. But uh, he he's important, and Kyle Lowry are vital if they're going to make a run. Another matchup right now, if it started, would be Philadelphia and Detroit. Awesome, and, it, and it, you know that would be awesome. And it was Drummond, funny. Drummond and well, Bead, right? Yeah, but there. listen, listen. So I hit our boy, our boy up at Blacktop Basics, who's uh-huh. a big, he's a big uh, Piston fan. Yeah, yeah. He was just, he, we were talking about how Detroit has literally effed up every single draft pick that they've ever had the past like ten years. I don't know. Luke Kennard's looking pretty good oh, right God, now. Here we go, Drew. Look at Luke. But anyways, I'm like, yo, that matchup. I think Detroit can get him. Or maybe give him a run, and then he reminded me how Embiid literally owns, owns Drummond. It's like, yeah. He owns it like son. Like that, he sons him yeah. for real, for real. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a wash, and that's sad because I want to see Blake do something. But I uh, want to talk a little bit about this because as, as a Clipper fan mm-hmm. and fanatic, uh, how do you feel that – I think this, is, this may be the best season Blake Griffin's ever had. How are you feeling about I that? Love it. Yeah. I love it. Like I've said – I, I, first of all, I have no ill will towards Blake at all. Like, I love Blake. I grew up with Blake. Right. I didn't grow up with Blake, but <laughs> I watched him you, grow bro. up. Yeah. Um, and I've said this numerous, numerous times on the show. Like, mm-hmm. uh, unlike a lot of other NBA basketball players, he has continually gotten better every year. He's yeah. worked on exactly what he, he needed to work on. Yeah. When he came into, into the league, it was like, oh, he just bangs on everybody. And that and was, was it. Like, it was. I get it. But yeah. you're, he's 20, and that was his way to get to the get his buckets. Yeah, man. I was there for Blake Griffin's first bucket as a Clipper. I was in the house, and it was a it was a dunk. Of course, it was. It, that's how he got his buckets. Right. And then it was like, oh, he can't shoot free throws, and then it was, he worked on a free throw. Oh, he doesn't have a 15 foot jump shot. The the same stuff that we progression. Wanted, right. And yeah. this is what we want to see with with Ben Simmons. This is what we right. want to see with a few other players. Yeah, yeah. Because these are things you can teach. You right. can't teach banging on people no, like you Blake cannot. Griffin can You do. cannot teach that. Um, it's hard to teach 40-inch vert. 100, you can't. <laughs> but you can repetitively work on yeah. your jump shot and your free throws. And Blake has gotten better every single year. I don't think he's in the best situation in Detroit because they, they got no guards. Like, I mean, Reggie Jackson Reggie, is what he is. Yeah, if they're going to go, unfortunately, I think we we both agree, they're going to go the way that their guards play. And in those matchups against Philly, for instance, you got Reggie Jackson going against Ben Simmons. Like, yeah. that doesn't look very good. 
You got Luke Kennard going against Jimmy Butler. Well, that doesn't look very good. Philly's going to be a tough matchup for anybody. Right. Their starting five is going to be a ma tough matchup for anybody. Exactly. Uh, Detroit's also another good, another good team that Kemba would be great on. We say we bring up Kemba a lot yeah. on this show. Like, uh, like Reggie Jackson's cool, bro. But you need you need a point guard to get Drummond and to get blake the shots that they need and and, they, and to be able to make their own shots that's the, that's the other side but they're that. kind of surprising though i mean detroit 36 yeah. to 34 right now yeah they started off pretty hot and then they kind of yeah tapered off a little I, bit i i, I want to see this matchup because yeah. i love Embiid so much oh and when he does this thing to drummond it's un it's pretty unbelievable drummond is a big dude who doesn't take any shit from anybody except for Embiid. Bro. he averages 15 rebounds a game bro drummond yeah. is a problem yeah. but it's kind of like how Embiid has a problem with Horford, even though Philly won tonight. They won but... tonight. Everyone has a problem with Al Horford. Al Horford is one of the best low post defenders in the NBA. But do you, but you know how some specific players? Yes, they have like, your number. Like right. you brought up Mark Gasol, right? Yeah. Blake had the hardest time with Mark Gasol having to guard Mark Gasol. Mm -hmm. Like it was something about him that just Blake couldn't couldn't handle right yeah but then you give him anybody else and it's a wrap yeah so I, I you know the matchup there would be great TV wise that'd yes. be really good yeah and then four five four five is going to be Indiana Boston if that happened right now right and I, I think Indiana with they they could beat Boston depending on what Boston Celtic team right. is going into the playoffs well Indiana with Oladipo I yeah. think I think that's a much closer series yeah Indiana without Oladipo has done an amazing job. They've done amazing at maintaining this, coming together as a squad. And and you, we talk about team basketball. You, you mentioned the Clippers. You mentioned Brooklyn. Like Indiana at this point is the consummate team. They, they don't have a superstar. They don't. I mean, Oladipo is barely a superstar if you want to call him. He's an all-star. He's having a great season uh, before he blew out his knee. Tragedy. Hopefully he can return healthy. Oh, he'll be back. Uh, but – you look at them, and, and they're they're another one of those teams that's bought in. They, I would imagine that their chemistry is through the roof right now. The the big pickup for them is Wes Matthews, right? Wesley Matthews gets involved in the Porzingis trade, goes to the Knicks. They, they let him go. And Indiana, in a time of need, is able to fill in a really solid NBA veteran into a role where they needed him. Mm -hmm. And Wesley Matthews is not an all-star, but he is a solid NBA veteran who knows his role, knows how to play, can play defense, can shoot. Can shoot. Um, and, yeah, so I, I think, you know, when we look at Indiana, it'll be like who's who's going to score for them, right? Because Bogdanovich is doing a lot of their scoring right now. And I just – I know that when it comes down to it in the fourth quarter, he's not necessarily the guy that you need to be like, all right, all right, Bogdanovich, let's go get let, go get 12 points get for us right now and go win, go win the game, right? <laughs> he can go, though. That boy can go. He's a dude. hooper. I'm not right. saying anything like that, but I just know playoff time, fourth quarter, you're going to have to go up against whatever Boston's – like Marcus Smart's going to be in your ass. Yeah. And good luck. If Marcus Smart plays his cards right, dude, you got tossed out of the game tonight. Or it could be Markeith Morris or could be. any of the But didn't they go defenders. seven with LeBron last year? With Oladipo, they yes. did, they, and yeah. we saw the emergence of Sabonis, and we saw like Miles Turner actually has flashes of being a really good basketball right. player. It's mostly on the defensive side for Indiana, right? Like how who's going to guard Kyrie? And I'm I, just not. I'm yeah. no, totally. Yeah, but I'm just not sold on Boston. I'm not sold. I, I, I you, who do you win? Who wins that series for you? I, I I'm. I mean, I'm, I, if I'm a betting man, yeah. I'm betting Boston. But I would love to see Indiana, and I think Indiana could beat them. I think it can happen. Okay. West Coast, Drew. Let's do it. We already talked about the one eight. Right now, it's Warriors Clippers. Mm -hmm. I have, you know, Ooh, I would just love to see Patrick Beverly get in Steph's <laughs> ass and just piss him off so much, bro. I, I got to I get again back to the Clippers. Uh -huh. The simple fact that we're going to be in the playoffs, yeah. is is uh, a testament to exactly how hard we've worked all season. Everybody wrote us off. Uh, ESPN had us at thirty one wins going into the season, starting two rookies right now with uh, uh, a Zubak who's just turned twenty one. 22 i think a couple days ago yeah it just comes down to coaching and chemistry just like we were saying with new uh new jersey again again it. you have a mental block i on do that. bro i just think about the shout Nets. out to new jersey bro shout out to new jersey <laughs> i would I, I don't care who we see dude i think we can take any one of these teams i love it and and that that means you're an actual fan you're you, you, I hate you being and called a fan you ride for your squad bro I'm, yeah but if i said that we were gonna anyone get our, else looking at that matchup of course, because they don't. They don't. They Warriors don't get in it. four or five. Of course, and I think you're realistic when you look at that, and you don't actually think the Clippers are going to beat the Warriors, but you're gonna you're gonna compete, and I that's what's important to you. We've right? beat them. 
Yeah. We have beat them this season. Right. We have beat them in the playoffs before with a totally different team. Okay. And yes, <laughs> and we've got I know we've gotten our ass kicked yeah. too. I think the Warriors are beatable. I think this right. putting the Warriors on this huge pedestal, like it's yeah. like, oh well, they're gonna win it no matter what. I think that's bullshit. And I, I think really they're do. good enough to where that actually still might be the case. They so, are. you know, I think it's pretty clear, unfortunately for the Clippers, that they're probably not gonna advance that we're beyond gonna win the championship that this year, round. basically. <laughs> that we're getting a chip, we're gonna raise a banner, cool. <laughs> Cool. Uh, moving into the two seven, Denver didn't make my list of Beginning story of, of storylines. Did not make my predictions for being in the playoffs. Both of us said that. Yeah, they gave me a big middle finger mm-hmm. and said, "How about the two seed?" And you take that. They've already clinched playoffs mm-hmm. at this moment. It would be against the the Utah Jazz. That'd be a good series. That would be a good series. You got uh, Gobert against Jokic, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, you got Donovan Mitchell. Uh, going against uh, Jamal Jamal. Murray Mm -hmm. Uh, these are this is a solid matchup I think honestly when when I think about Utah's success this is a beatable team that Utah can beat Denver well they're coming Denver seems like just a better version of Utah when I look at totally right Uh, with a superstar on their hands of of Nikola Jokic and Utah's hitting their stride right now yes like that you know they started really they're slow and bad. They had some and injuries, right. and yeah. So, but now they're the they're the team. We all know everyone hates playing in Utah, uh, so we know that any games that are played there will be quite contentious. We got one. We got one follower who's a diehard Denver fan who just talks shit to me all day in the DMs. <laughs> he's the homie though, and he's from Denver. Okay. Um, I think his expectations for Denver are a little too high. He thinks championship. He thinks like I do with the Clippers. Okay, and I get it. Like that's your squad. But come on, homie, I will take you over. Utah, though. I'd take Denver yeah, over Utah. They're the better team. They're okay. playing well. Mike Malone has these guys running right now. Have you seen him hoop? Mike Malone's a Did baller. Did you see? The, the, he's, he's, still, he's still got a jumper. He gets in in practice. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, wet. Catch. him. Like, he cash. And he's talking shit. Talking like, shit the whole to the nine. players. Amazing head coach. Yeah. Amazing head coach. That's I think the kind any, of guy I want to yes. ride with. Yeah, that's who the Lakers are going to sign after oh, we God. fire Here Luke we Walden. Go. Here that's, we that, go. That, that's just a dream. I, I can dream. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But it's a dream. Um, so we got Denver advancing there. Yeah, no surprise. Adam Morrison coming in to coach the squad. Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison. What a throwback. Well, can we can we just mention really fast as you're talking about Laker coaches yeah. before we get it? I mean, who Peter Vesey out of nowhere comes out with this dialogue this week that Doc uh, Rivers is going to be the Los Angeles Laker coach. And first of all, Peter Vesey, you are a, an amazing writer, Hall of Fame writer, definitely. I haven't heard one piece from you this year about NBA basketball at all. And then you come out and say that Doc Rivers possibly is going to be the Lakers head coach. Get the f- out of here, okay? <laughs> Where and, and Doc scrapped that really quick. Well, that's just – it seemed so out of left field. Right? It, it just it was out of nowhere i mean especially at this time like weird this timing like it's not like the clippers and the lakers both aren't making the playoffs and there would be all this speculation i don't think that that i don't think it's true that's what i'll say well, I, people I don't think talked, it's true. it was all, over all all media right but but why would doc leave the, his situation we just extended him exactly he's got a great relationship with bomber why would he leave to go be with lebron and and a, and, a, and a, at this point a worse team you know I mean, you look at no sense it doesn't Sorry make about a whole that, lot dude. of sense um, Fake news, bro. Anyway, the Lakers will have a new coach next season, yes, but will. it's not going to be Doc Rivers. I think we can agree on that. Smush Parker is going to be the assistant coach. Yeah, most likely they're going to bring in Smush and Adam. Well, Lewis. I mean, if we hire Tyrone Lou, Smush is only you know two degrees removed. Hey, from Tyrone Lou. Uh, hey, if, Ty's got a chip, dude. Honestly, if we're going to hire someone, I hope it's Brian Shaw. That's yeah, my hope. That's who you should get. That's my hope. I, I and I think LeBron respects him. Hopefully we'll, I will, fi- we'll I will, find out. I will bro. say this though. If yeah. when they win and when they do fire Luke Walton, I'm going to have to check up on you, bro. Cause I know that's your guy and yeah. you love Luke. You yeah. Might... You know, Luke is, Luke is my guy, I man. Know. It'll be a sad day when that happens, but I'm sure he'll land on his feet. Um, he, he plays a lot of beach volleyball, so he'll, 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 be run, fine. he'll run around. He'll He's got He made enough money. We got Houston against Oklahoma city. That would be it. Is a badass matchup love right it. there. That's a game seven matchup for me. You got, uh, 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 James Harden back in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. You got Westbrook, who is just popping off at the handle at all points uh, of time. They um, lost three in a row, though, dog, and they're not. I mean, their bench doesn't right. look too hot. But at, at at a moment's notice, Paul George can hit hit you with forty. Russell, if he ever makes a three, 
can be still ridiculously dynamic and go out for uh, high scoring games. Can we remember what happened last year in the playoffs? Utah, Utah, Utah sn- uh, snuck in there. What do, we, what, do, what do we call? What's Joe Ingles name that we called him? Joe Ingles, uh, the the Australian Chris Kringle. The Australian Chris Kringle, Mister Joe Ingles, yes sir, lit that ass up. Yeah, and I think Paul George is on a different level right Paul now. Paul George is a, is playing. Probably playing his best basketball of his life right now. He, if, Before his shoulder got injured. Right. This is the big if for me in this series, or any any playoff series that Oklahoma City is going to have to face, is if Paul George is not 100% healthy, they will probably bounce in the first round. If Paul George is healthy uh, and, and all of Houston is healthy, that is going to go down to the wire. Game seven in Houston. Um, and it may be a final like buzzer beater kind of shot from James Harden. Or maybe he'll take 35 free throws in a game. You know, when I look at this, I I might actually pick Oklahoma City in this series. Over Houston? If Paul George is healthy. If Paul George is healthy, I think I'm picking Oklahoma City. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I know. I know. Anyway, and it, the way that this is working out, they're all so tight. We have no idea if that's Ooh. actually going to be the matchup. Now the 4-5. Portland-San Antonio. Boring. San Antonio on a heater. Yeah. Nine in a row. Dame Lillard, still one of the best players never to be talked about nope. because he's in Portland. The most underrated player in the NBA. And in the NBA. Underrated, Dame does though, not get his love. He go, he's an all-star, though. I, he gets he doesn't get enough love. I'll, no. I'll give you that. No. But I don't. Th- I think at this point everyone knows who he is. Of and, course. And he, I think he's rated. Name a player more underrated than him. More underrated mm-hmm. than Damian Lillard. Besides Danilo Gallinari. <laughs> That's fair. Montrez Harrell. Your whole Clipper team? My, everybody on the team. <laughs> everybody. You know what's crazy? Steph Curry. Underrated? Think about who. Oh, stop, Drew. Think about how little we've talked about him this year. People what? in general have not talked about how great of a season he's having oh, this year. Oh, Lord. But it's not underrated in the same sense that Dame is not underrated. But right now, Steph Curry is probably having like his second or third best season. It's probably his third, based on the fact he's got two MVPs. He's a top three player in the NBA, dude. He's not underrated. But how many times have we said that this year? Do we, okay, a lot so, of times people even default and make Kevin Durant the better player, or the best player on the team. I think this year it's way far and away. Steph Curry has been the best player for the Golden State Warriors, and then Kevin Durant, and then like Clay. And you don't think it's always been like that? Steph Curry is the best player on that team. I, I viewed it as that yeah. since day one. Yeah. He's the out-and-out leader of the team as well. I think uh, him and Draymond are the leaders of the team. 100%. Uh, but, but we always talk about LeBron, Kevin Durant, Giannis. Those are the three yeah, best because, players in the NBA. Because maybe I, maybe the, just it's it's a known fact. Like, come on, dude. It's Steph. Right. Nobody uh, you, likes Steph. Do you think Steph is better than any of those three players? Better than? LeBron, um, Kevin Durant, or Giannis. I mean, yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Uh, this is my problem. Yeah. See, because I think he's a back-to-back MVP, the yeah. only unanimous MVP. That is underrating his greatness. Now, Damon Lillard is not nearly as good as Steph Curry. He has never won MVP, but he is an unbelievable all-NBA kind of player that right. doesn't give enough credit because he plays in Portland. And we know that the West Coast uh, teams don't get enough love because they play so late. Uh, in the evening for all the East Coast uh, uh, fans to stay up for. And, you know, just in general, they've never really done anything in the playoffs. So, to me, I think Dame is rated pretty fairly right now. And I think they'll win that series. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd take them too. Unless CJ is done. There, so, CJ went down What'd with a knee. It's a knee strain. Right? I think it's a grade two knee strain. They do expect him back this season. Playoffs or like second round? I think round? it might be during the playoffs is when they might expect Middleton's, him back. Middleton on Milwaukee's out six weeks. Is he? So if you think about that, or Brogdon, excuse me. Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon. So, excuse me. Yeah. Six weeks, and that's a, that's getting into. Yeah, they have enough. I think they have enough at, at, at guard to fill in while he's gone. Brogdon is great for them, but he's not like a deal breaker. It's not, I think, I think uh, Milwaukee missing Brogdon is not as bad as Milwaukee missing Bledsoe. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. Bledsoe's having a great season, but going back to CJ, if he's not healthy, they're uh, in trouble. It's it, a wrap. They may be out again in the first round. It's a wrap. Yeah. And that's going to be the narrative, the narrative of Dame Lillard for like the rest of his career until this guy actually, you know what I mean? Yeah. Gets, gets to the second round. Third. Yeah. Has, has he made it the second round? Uh, I believe so. Probably has. We should know this kind of stuff. I can't remember off the top of my head. All right, so tell me this then, Drew. Yes, sir. Right now, finals, who is it and who you got? Yeah. Um, So I'll I'll go conference finals even. Okay. I think we're going to end up with Milwaukee, 
Philadelphia. I love it. In the Eastern Conference, I think we're going to end up. The more you that I look at Toronto like that, though, dog, I am. Ooh. The more that I look at it, I think Toronto will lose to Philly in that in that second round matchup. The more that I look at the West, the more questions I end up having because I know Golden State will be there, and I think for me it's between Denver and Oklahoma City as who's going to meet them in the uh, in the conference. Over final. Houston, mm-hmm. you, you're not sold on Houston. I'm not sold on Houston, bro. Interesting. I'm not sold on Houston. What I know about NBA refs is that they call playoff games differently than they call regular season games we see it every year they allow more contact they allow more physicality i don't think they'll be calling as many bullshit four point plays on on his nonsense when he throws his legs out there okay but you're talking about playing physical you're talking about chris paul Mm -hmm. pj tucker you're talking about some physical ass dudes right but the way james harden (laughs) the way james harden scores his points is that he'll he'll shoot the three and then he'll go right by you go to the rack and he'll get fouled and go to the line but a lot of those are kind of soft. And they, and you know this as much as I do. The NBA officials change their, their tempo, and they don't call as many fouls in the playoffs as they do in the regular season. I think that's going to be the downfall of Houston. I could be way off base. Houston's good, bro. They're, if, if, if CP's good, if uh, obviously if Capella's good, if PJ's they good. They were one game away last year, dude. They were three three-pointers away right. from, from being in the finals and most likely – you know, winning right. against uh, against Cleveland. So, yeah, I'm man. tired of everybody hating on Harden, though. Too, even on our even on our IG page, bro. At Clips and Drew, plug. Yeah, if you want to hop on that and send us a follow. Yeah, but we so many people are just like James Harden's ruined the game. Uh, I don't even watch basketball anymore because of James Harden. Like, come on, dude. Like, just be be receptive of what this dude is doing. Yeah, and I think it's their time, Drew. I, I I'm gonna give Houston a nod right now because they've. I mean, Harden, CP, these guys have been in the playoffs. They know the pressure that's on their shoulders to get to the Western Conference Finals. CP needs this in his book, bro. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, and they can do it. It's, it's, not like, it's not like I'm saying it's impossible. No, I know. But I just – the way that I'm looking at their team, um, mostly defensively, is, is where I still have problems with them. I just don't – I don't see them beating Denver or, or Golden State. So, even if they make it to the Conference Finals, I still have – Golden State advancing from the West. <laughs> as much as I want to give Milwaukee the, the the tip of the cap and and put him in the finals, and I'd love to see Giannis play against uh, the Golden State Warriors, Giannis and the rest of the Bucks. That would be awesome. I I think it's going to be really hard to beat this Philadelphia team, and I think I think we're going to see Golden State and Philly in the finals. That'd be dope too. Yeah. I mean, I'd be cool with that. I don't see that happening. Who do you got? That. I I just I don't know, dude. I'm I'm stuck between Milwaukee and Toronto. I like both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're all on the on the Giannis bandwagon right now. I've been I'm sold. I'm sold on that team. I'm sold on the coach. I'm sold on the fact that they've bought in. Bledsoe resigns. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're gonna the you know, Middleton's in. They're gonna be really hard to stop if if Brooke Lopez and and Nikola Mirotic are hitting threes well, at Miritich the rate just got hurt too at, at the rate that they were hitting threes. <laughs> yeah, every team's gonna have a problem with them. Mm-hmm. And Brooke Lopez can pull all of Ooh, the centers way out, way out, way out. And he's launching and, and he's hitting at a ridiculous rate. So it's not beyond me to have them in the finals. I would love to see it. But that's just I just I think they're going to fall short. I'm excited. I'm excited in like 21 days when we actually know when we know the, the, the playoffs. Yeah, begin. then we can really talk about this. Delve into it. Because once again, if we get that four spot, if the Clippers oh my get that, God. Five, that five spot, it's a totally, spot. totally different story. Y'all. Yeah. Well, we know the West is going to change. I mean, it, it yeah. would be a shocker if it stays exactly like this. But I think it was fun for us to to uh, to take a look at those. No, I love it. I love everything about it. And this is where the a lot of these teams really need to step up, dude. Really need to step up. The last 10 games, you got to bring it, man, because every freaking game counts. Every single one of them. It's so close. Think of, I mean, if OKC drops to eight, dude, which yeah. can happen real fast. And then you're seeing Golden State. And now every technical that Russell, Russell Westbrook gets now is a suspension. Every, right. I think it's every one that he gets at this point and, is another game missed. And let's let's keep it real too, dude. Uh, Golden State, Denver's behind one one game. One game. On Golden State. Yeah. So every one of the – and the Clippers play Golden State one more time. Every one of these games counts. Yeah. S- say Denver if, – If Denver finishes the one seed, that changes a lot. Changes everything, especially yeah. if the Clips are in the eight. I don't <laughs> – <laughs> this is not a Clipper Lakers show, guys, but you're going to get to know that. Um, you can't help yourself. I sometimes. can't help myself sometimes. Uh, where can they find us, Drew, right now? Yeah, man, we're, we're pretty much everywhere. So we if you, are. If you want to find our show, it's the follow through with Clips and Drew. Obviously, you're, you're tuning in right now on Dash Radio, 
on the Nothing But Net channel. Um, you can catch it on iTunes. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on uh, CastBox, Stitcher, Stitcher, Anchor. Yeah, we, we're on about 12 or 13 platforms. We're Follow to... us on Twitter at Clips and Drew with the letter N. Uh, on Instagram, Clips and Drew with the letter N. Uh, I'm Drew the Right Thing on Instagram. That is Clips555. Five, five, five. The legendary Clips555. Five, five, legendary five. Clips555. Five, five. That's with two P's. So it's two P's. Two P's. Make sure you, you mind your P's and Q's. We're keeping it pimping. That's right. And yeah, man. So really, you can you can check us wherever you'd like to get your uh, your shows from. All right. Is that our first Is that our first radio show, Drew? I think we just did we our just first We just knocked out our first show. radio show. Holy crap. Can we take them out with something hot, though? If you want to. I want to take them out with something hot. I wanted to drop this last week. But this is my boy Gunna. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Gunna is? I don't know. I don't know. Have if you I know. heard the drip and drip? <laughs> I can't even say it. Drip or drown? That's the album drip, name. Drip or drown. My boy Gunna uh-huh. on a mountain. He's this, on. A, he's on a mountain. This is, it's. I don't even know who Gunna is, but this is my jam right now. Okay. The so follow through with Clips and Drew Dash Radio. Nothing but net channel. Holler at your boys. We're ghosts. Feel like I'm sitting on a mountain. When it's water on me, look like a fountain Big can't right, seeing I need an accountant Cardia, you told me I don't need the vouchers He done had to seals in the couches And then in LA, do y'all smoke me three whole ounces? I've just been the same state, performing in different counties Four rings on my finger, hey, I resemble my Audi That's on everything, everything Walking them all by everything Every day I change, Chanel strings, play no game Alexander Wayne Nail paint, your drippin' sight. What the fuck, my paint? Stop playing games. Watch your range, mind up the range. They ain't your wage, go get paid. The condo leg, got Frito Lay. I'm the straight, don't see no shade. They don't see way, like new Bay. Fish lemonade, like Beyonce. We the way. I'm flying out of PDK. I'm smashing in that like my belly, use the brakes. I'm running wallets on my birthday, I got Buku cake. I had the man that's hella hard to be you to feel like I'm sitting on a mountain. When it's water on me, look like a fountain Big can't wait, seeing I need an accountant Cardia, you told him I don't need the vouchers He done had to seals in the couches And then in LA, do y'all smoke me three whole ounces Put up in that same state, performing in different counties Four rings on my finger, hey, I resemble my Audi Yeah, real slack um, Took your bitch, I'm smashing her like my hair cat Do as I please, I'm pumping whatever I feel, yeah I sip her up, I throw this pill back Like slime, I keep good tech, I ain't finna get killed yet nah. Life ain't tell me dirty, niggas are real rats Tell me sport on me when I ride that Maybach If he wants to smoke, little nigga just say that Then her fashion got my new nickname, Sex Think so cap, I bought him a real hat Don't hurt on my name, I'm gonna don't play that Let my bitch with your bike, still can't get attached Hit a line and told her, bring me that pussy like I'm sitting on a mountain when it's water on me, look like a fountain Big can't wait, seeing I need an accountant Cardia, you told him I don't need the vouchers He done had to seals in the couches And then in LA, do y'all smoke me three whole ounces Put up in that same state, performing in different counties Four rings on my finger, hey, I resemble my Audi 